our well-being and wellness consultant, Philip Rankin. Philip, we're talking about an important one today, irritable bowel. Irritable bowel, IBS, and Peter Mullen uh, has always um, come through with the goods, Peter, for many years now, 25 of them, in fact. But this is one of your favourites, Peter. It's one of my favourite topics because it's probably one of the most common things we see in practice. In the past, gut, the word gut has been quite coarse or, if you like, uh, not a descriptive term used for the stomach. So today we're just going to use gut with your permission. We're going to talk about the digestive system, uh, bowel, etc., and and all based around the gut. Now, uh, Peter, it's common to think if you suffer from IBS, uh, the only way to fix your gut and feel normal again was to take medication. There was only one way out. Um, but surprisingly, when a person's IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, is resolved, their symptoms of fatigue, anxiety, depression, brain fog, all tend to lift. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like we always focus on the the gut as being the the, the first part we have to fix when someone comes to see us, and it's really digestive issues um, is occurring at much earlier age groups. Like I'm seeing teenagers coming in with irritable bowel syndrome wow. syndrome, where you know initially it used to be you know, people in their 40s and their 50s. Mm. So it's definitely something that's on the increase. Um, and today what I thought I'd talk about is four, four, four of my major um, tips for helping to cope with irritable bowel naturally. Okay, great. So, the, and this is, in a sense, to eliminate the IBS. Absolutely. Get to the, get to the cause. So the, my first tip is, and this is really important with any gut issue, is you really have to be tested. You really have to... Diagnosis of IBS is really by a process of elimination. So you want to make sure that it's not something else like Crohn's disease or inflammatory bowel disease. Um, the testing, so the, these tests are done, you know, through seeing your GP. But um, in practice, there's some great tests that naturopaths use. Uh, one of the ones I love is called live blood testing. Mm-hmm. And with live blood testing, um, the naturopath takes a drop of blood, looks under a microscope. You'll see your blood up on the TV screen. And by looking at your live blood, it tells us about the degree of inflammation in the gut wall. So we get a good sense of how inflamed that person's digestive issue is. It tells us if there's um, liver stress as well, often as a result of this inflammation in the bowel, and um, tells us about um, where their immune profile is up to as well. So I was quite excited when I saw my live blood on the screen and, and to see those cells actually moving, to see the different shapes. And yes, I had a little bit of work to do myself. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite interesting. Yeah. And it gives us a good starting point then too. So if someone comes to see like a naturopath, often they'll do a test like this first to de- determine the degree of inflammation. But the first tip is if you've got gut issues, you really need to be tested to, and as I said, it's a process of elimination. Mm-hmm. Great. That's a live blood test. And you mentioned the three. So the... Uh, yeah, the second test that um, naturopaths can do is called a, a dried blood test, which will give us an idea if someone's got... Um, a tendency towards food intolerances and even parasites like worms. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing the number of people we see with irritable bowel, Dave, that actually have worms as well. Mm. Tell me, celiacs who have problem with intolerance with wheat, do they have trouble with IBS also? Well, if you've got celiac, by default, you've also got irritable oh, bowel as yeah. well because even um, for celiac sufferers, even if they are really strict with... And this is what a lot of celiac sufferers come to see um, me and they'll say... I'm, I'm strictly gluten-free, I'm being mm-hmm. perfect, but I've still got all these gut issues. Mm. So there's other things that they're also reacting to on top of the, the gluten that's problematic. So, you know, they need to be gluten-free and also 
helped with IBS symptoms You as mentioned well. worms can be an issue. Do you think nowadays people have sort of lapsed in doing their worming programs? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Like when you think about it, like we all used to worm, mm. worm ourselves and our kids when they were little, but, you know, as we get older, we don't think that that's such the case. People are travelling a lot more these days mm. as well. Yeah. Anybody with pets, cats, dogs, etc., should be around going animals. through a worming program. Correct, yeah. yes. Yeah, and, and travel as well, as I said. Like, had someone come back recently from Africa, and they've come back with all sorts of gut issues. So We'll take a short break. When we come back, what will we explore further? Uh, next, we're going to talk about um, tip number two, finding your triggers, and um, how to go about finding your triggers and removing them from your diet. Peter, you mentioned uh, two of those tests that you do now. You've always been an innovator in the industry, looking out for what's new and what's available out there. The third test that you're now doing, exciting. Well, the third, the third, third test, and, and again, a lot of lot of naturopaths use this um, test as well. It's called the RBTI analysis, and it's basically a urine and saliva test. But it tells us things like um, whether someone's eating too many carbohydrates, um, whether they're digesting their proteins effectively. Um, if there is a potential for toxicity and even the overgrowth of things like yeast or candida or parasites in the gut. So it really actually tells us exactly in current time how well someone's digestive system is actually functioning and particularly what areas you might need to target first, whether it's you know taking digestive enzymes or doing a detox or something along those lines. So, There's really no guessing, is there? You, no. you, you've got an accurate diagnosis. Absolutely. Uh, sorry, an accurate Analysis, so getting, not getting, a diagnosis. Yeah, getting tested first is the first tip. Now, the second tip, and Dave, you asked me this before, like yes. why are we seeing this such an increase in IBS and at Especially younger Especially in the ages? last 20 years, it's really become prevalent. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you mentioned before change in diet, right. higher processed diet these days yes. as well. I like to think a lot of, of processed foods and that that we're eating nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. And stress is a big factor. I sort of think of irritable bowel as 50% stress and function and 50% our changes in diet over that period of time. So two things often, if you go and see a naturopath, there's two ways that we can approach working out with someone what is the best diet for them. One of them is by putting them through a, a, a process we call a modified elimination diet, and that's where we restrict certain foods for a period of time and then reintroduce them. And um, in all my years of experience, the two most common foods for people to try and remove from their diet initially with IBS would be dairy products mm -hmm. and wheat. Okay, mm. wow. Which if you think of the traditional Western diet, yeah, dairy products and wheat. Wow, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> so that's a big shock to a lot of people. Yeah. But you know, if people are having gut issues, just even trying to cut out one of those initially and seeing how much they improve, like you know, that's your first. That's your first tip. Um, the second way that we can um, look at what what foods might be an issue for someone is through doing a food intolerance test. So food intolerance tests are good for, for mums with kids particularly because it's just a, a, a pinprick, so it's just a blood sample. And um, from that, you can be tested for 43 foods. Mm. So if you can work out what foods are a straightaway an issue for you, you don't have to go through the whole process of the elimination diet in six weeks and then retesting as well. So for some people, getting tested is the quicker way. A real fast track. Real, fast real, get to the point, get to the yeah. facts. Yes, yeah. that's great. Fantastic. And... Um, the food intolerance test, and, and uh, as a lot of natural health practitioners uh, like m myself out there, Peter, doing the food intolerance test, it's not hard. It's not doesn't hurt. The Absolutely, the, the information and it fast tracks fast tracks things. And the third, I just imagine something else for people that if they're ha really having trouble with IBS, is uh, another dietary approach to look at is the FODMAP diet as well. Mm -hmm. But what I find in practice is often it's a combination of all three. 
combination of all three. And there'll be some things from the FODMAP diet. Most yes. people tend to be with IBS tend to be reactive to wheat. Mm. Some can tolerate dairy, and there could be other things like even eggs almonds that they're having that the food intolerance test might pick up that could be an issue so it's always an individual individualized um, prescription mm-hmm. is how we look at dietary prescription yeah, from what, a naturopathic what, point of what view. what i hear so often is from your voice is it's up to the individual everybody's different there's not in a sense one plan one diet to suit yeah, one absolutely. person Absolutely. And the stresses. Yeah. And have you noticed my voice is a bit extra sexy today as well? <laughs> it's very deep. Can you Do change that, that so? dial over there, I've had a Dave? cold. Yeah. Much, to, much to all my patients' um, delight. I'll put the Mr. Humphreys uh, phrase on if you like. How's that? <laughs> well, it happens to the best of us. There's no question. And just, just while we're on that point, it's not an unhealthy thing. You've absolutely we've you've talked shared about this that before. many times. So what's going on is, is not so much... Um, it's probably more how long it's going to last is the key for your uh, clients or for ourselves is to get through this period very quickly. If you have a, you're tired, you, you work nearly seven days. Well, look, even even with um, irritable bowel, like people forget that when you've got a chronic health condition like IBS, mm-hmm. um, that's, a, that's a stress to your body. Mm-hmm. So even if everything else is going well in your life, if you've got gut issues, mm. then um, that's enough to keep your immune system compromised and you will get colds and flus. So, mm. yeah, we forget that sometimes that chronic health problems like this are a long-term stress. So, Peter, just the tip of the iceberg, we can only get there in, in this short time together. So um, the um, there's so much to share. You've put a lot of that on uh, for people's interest to follow up if there's a blog on mullenhealth.com.au. More, more importantly here, we always after the solutions and the focus, where do we go to with an interest in getting well, finding the solutions on IBS? Well, the, probably the, the next place to start. So once you've been tested, once you've um, worked out what's the ideal diet for you, the next place to start is boosting your healthy bacteria. Mm. So doing this two ways, taking a really good quality probiotic, and there's some fantastic practitioner strength probiotics on the market that have been clinically shown to help with the symptoms of IBS. Mm-hmm. So there's some great probiotics and also um, adding things like fermented foods to your diet as well. You know, right. sauerkraut, uh, kimchi, miso, organic miso, you know, the Chinese great. or Japanese um, soup. fermented soup. Yeah, great. So Fair things fun. like miso, having a cup of miso in the middle of the day is a great way to really help encourage your good bacteria. And great on a cold day, beautiful and yeah, hot, absolutely. tasty. Much beautiful. better than having a coffee. Yeah, it's a grandma used to um, make those healthy broths. Water away the flu too. Water away yeah, the flu. Absolutely. Chicken broth soup, really good for if you think you've got the flu. Well, you, know, you know it works because chemically there's components in it ah. that help to boost your immune system. Yeah. It's not just it's the grandma's comfort. recipe there, isn't yeah. it? Grandma's yeah. been around for generations. Yeah, absolutely. So bone broths, that same concept, like contains um, compounds that really help to promote your immunity, particularly through your gut. Yeah, great. So bone broths, fermented foods, good probiotics, and the other thing, of course, with IBS is fibre. You know, us Westerners are deficient in fibre. Can mm. you believe that? Mm, it's amazing, isn't it? It's just incredible how far we've come and <laughs> how sick we've become. Well, the more, the more you know, we've processed our food to the, the point where there's absolutely no fibre in it. Right, yes. You know, white bread's like eating glue, basically. Yeah. So um, making sure that we add good fibre. Now, for IBS sufferers, a lot of people that get diarrhoea sort of symptoms, if they take a fibre like psyllium husk, it actually works really well to help bind things together and helps with a lot of their symptoms so you wouldn't always think of taking a fiber if you've got diarrhea um, i also recommend so a good organic psyllium husk 
um, getting making up some um, ground grinding up some organic flax seeds. So you buy a bag of the flax seed and then you grind up or blend up enough to put in a Tupperware container in the fridge to last you about a week because, you know, once you crack nuts or seeds, they go rancid. And then you just have a, a one to two dessert spoons of that maybe mixed in with your porridge, maybe mix some psyllium husk in with your porridge as well. That's great. Fantastic. Look, yeah, this, so it feeds a good this, bacteria as well as providing bulk. Yeah, there's, this, it, it, there's an endless list of so much to do. And I think we always come back to... If if there's any types of symptoms, IBS, just just the willingness to make a change. Follow- simple simple things can make a really big difference. And the the fourth point, just before we finish yeah. up, is um, stress is always the um, big driver for IBS. I find, and stress often relates to, related to unresolved emotional issues. Mm. So people can often track back their IBS to when it started. Mm. It might have been after a breakup after a stressful period or event in their life that might have been like the last straw that breaks the camel's back. Mm, mm. So even coming to terms with trying to find out if there are some unresolved issues can be... You know, another avenue that we can steer people in the and, and right it can always it doesn't have to be that first issue there. Of obviously getting well first, feeling well, get your immune system up, and having the energy, you then have the the strength and the capacity to deal with a trauma, absolutely a past, past issue. So all, all this information we can get it on the blog. Um, we're actually booked out tonight. We've got the evenings coming up about gut health there. Be quick. They're jam-packed. It's great. You get to ask your own questions, and um, we'd love to hear your story because there are really wonderful solutions out there for people that wish to make some changes. You don't have to have what you've got. Okay, now, if we would like some more details on seeing that blog, where can we see that at? It's on our website at Mullen Health. Um, great blog there, and um, also the details for the talk tonight, as Phil sa- as Philip says, booked out, but we've got tickets still available for next week. And what number can we call if we'd like more details, Philip? Yep, so the best number to call if you've got a pen there, 49, always Newcastle in the olden days, 614075. And um, just to pick you up on your age there, Peter, mullenhealth.com.au, sorry. Not just Mullen Hill. You're showing your age there. Thank you, boys. Back again next Tuesday. We'll look forward to that. Thank you, Con. Thanks, Great to see Straight you. after the news at midday, health and well-being here at 2 in your RFM 103.7.